You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this special bonus episode of this week's Pork Pals Podcast. We have another bit of exciting, uh, another exciting show this week, Donna Marie. Yes, we do. We have somebody else here. Yay! I haven't seen Donna smile this much in at least a week. She's been sick all weekend, crying on the phone to me all weekend about how sick she is. And this morning, she's just like, the whole world is lit up for her. I'm dying. I literally went to the doctor yesterday and was like, give me some fucking steroids. I have some shit to do tomorrow. I woke up this morning and rammed them steroids every throat. I was like, quick, hurry up. So here we are. So we won't keep anybody in suspense any longer. Um, with us joining us today is the one, the only chef Jack Luby from Below Deck Mediterranean. You're very welcome, Jack. Uh, what's happening? Thanks for having me. Yes. How are we? Ah, thanks for thanks for uh, thanks for giving up your time and joining us on the show. It's great to have you. No problem. Been a fan since the start, so the least I can do is come on here and have a little. Ah, thanks for it. We, we really appreciate one. that. Yeah, we yeah. really appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah. So, Jack, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing, Jack. If you've been a fan since the start, you know that I talk about you every fucking week. <laughs> I, have to stop, I, have, I have to stop listening to this podcast because, mate, it gets too big. Start walking around <laughs> thinking I'm a dog's bollocks. I'm like, Jack, Jack get back in your box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. Welcome. We have so much to talk about. <laughs> Where do you base, by the way? Are you, are you in Dublin or something? Or no, we're no, all we're originally from, Dublin, from but we live in Leach. Yeah. Okay. So we live in we live in I live in a town called Port Arlington or Port Leash. Donna Marie lives in a town called Port Arlington, hence the Port Pals, because both towns are called Port for oh, short. So how did the podcast come about? We just we was always talking about the show and for we need to do a podcast about this. That's, that's probably that's how it always ex- comes about. That's exactly how we got there. That's exactly how we got there. I have been a Below Deck fan since day one. I was (laughs) in his ear and Maeve's ear and I used to talk about it and then they started watching it. We used to sit here every week talking and talking and talking and we were like, you know what? Let's just fucking do a podcast. We have a lot to say. there's (laughs) There's nobody over here. You know, like, I mean... Below Deck is only after appearing on Netflix and everything in the last few months. So there's there's nobody doing it over this side. So I was like, yeah. It's very big in America, but in the UK, it's there's a lot of in the closet fans. A lot of in the closet. The amount of people I see, like a lot of lads recognize me in the gym. They're like, oh, you're on Below Deck. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, my girlfriend watches that. I'm like, whatever, mate. You you watch it. It's always my wife watches that. I'm like, you seem to know a lot about it. Yeah, my husband is the same who watches it. He says he I saw. I was looking at Instagram this morning, and and you know that comedian, the guy Ramesh. Yeah, no, he followed me yesterday because I seen the video he, he did. I, I was laughing. Massive big below deck fan. I couldn't believe it. He's like yeah, I'm watching but, all the time. <laughs> but what he was saying made me laugh so much. The way he's, you're talking about them like in your family, like whoa, I need to stop watching this. It's going yeah. too far. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll have to tag story. we'll have to tag Ramesh and, on the podcast and get him listening. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I'll tag him. Yeah. I follow them. I follow them when I see it, and he followed me back yesterday, so he, he must be watching. Like, 
Love yeah, it. We got a few it. celebrity listeners out this time, Marie. <laughs> we're going. We're going. What we want. <laughs> what we want. Yeah. So, uh, so tell us about. Tell us a little bit about you, Jack. How did you get into being a chef? First of all. So I wanted to be a chef. It's kind of random, but I just really wanted to travel. Finish school. I was. I just. I wanted to get out to Liverpool. I wanted to travel the world and all that. And I was reading biographies of like people at that age, and one of them was Gordon Ramsay's. And I got like really inspired by his journey because he just travelled everywhere. And I just I, got, I fell in love with the idea of being the chef. And then when I started it, I just I was really good at it, so I just became obsessed. But I moved to London when I was like seventeen, and I spent this big journey. I was in London for like six years in these top Michelin star restaurants. Travelled to France, to Spain, lived in Vietnam for two years. And then after that, I was getting loads of opportunities on yachts. And that was it. Went on yachts and that was it. I mean, wow. there's a lot to talk about. So we'd have to do another one just on, on the cooking side. There's been so much of that. You know what I mean? I don't, you don't really see much of that on the show. But there was a lot. A lot there was a big journey before getting on it. Yeah. How does how does working on a yacht compare to working on a restaurant? Obviously, working in a restaurant, you're in a team. And on a yacht, it's probably well, almost always just you, is it? There's pros and cons to both. Like what I love about being a yacht is you get to do what you want. There's no budget. You, I like I like just doing what I want and having no budget. And you don't really have a boss except the captain. So I love that. But what I miss about kitchens is the banter. I, I miss the boys. Like it was just always funny. Every day was funny. I miss that part of it. But with the yacht, and the, there's a lot more freedom, and the money is so good as well as a chef. And obviously, you're yeah. traveling around all these exotic places as well. So I've got love for both of them, but I don't see myself going back to restaurants anytime soon because the money's awful. <laughs> <laughs> like it is, I'm just being honest. Like the money, I, I miss the camaraderie and the banter, but that's about it. Yeah, and are you I, heading back? Are you heading back to the yacht anytime soon? I actually am. So I've took a huge sabbatical lately since I did the show. I was in Bali for like a year. I was just recharging the batteries. I'd saved quite a bit of money trying to get like fit in that. But now I'm missing it, so I go to the Caribbean next month, and I'd say I'm going to be back on the yachts. Just see what oh, this year I want to save as much money as possible. So I've got some future plans I need money for. So yeah, that's where I'm at now. Do you find it easy as a chef that probably has a, a good reputation to get work? Like, is it the case of right? Yeah, no, it's. In? I don't remember the last time I had to do a CV. Like. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember having to do a CV. Every job I've had, I've always got through somebody. Like, and I think with with yachting, it's not what you know; it's who you know. And especially when you've got a good reputation, it's easy. Like now, it's literally a matter of picking which job I want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, so nice. It's good. It's it's a it's a good it's a good position to be in. And that was before going on the show as well. Like it's you know what I mean. Yeah, I suppose yeah. For, for a good chef, like I mean, if you come across well in the show, that's probably gonna that's only gonna bolster your bolster your reputation. Yeah, I mean, I'm quite lucky, you know. I I was edited quite well. I, I mean, it went well as well, so I didn't have anything to be worried about. But it could have easily went the other way, you know. You could easily ruin your reputation on that show. It's a big risk <laughs> to take, you know what I mean? It's it a is. Big risk. It is yeah. a massive risk. I've always but, said that. Like you're going on there and you're risking yeah. everything you've built. Like I think a lot of people, you got to have a bit of self awareness going on there as well, because everyone thinks they're going to go on there and be the top dog and come off well. 
and then they get yeah. found out. They don't realise it. But I was always quietly confident that it would go well. You know what I mean? Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have done it. Were I you find a fan some of the people. Show? Sorry, I find some people go into the season as well, and it's almost like their more their main focus is to bag a second season as opposed to just doing the job and being themselves. I mean, I think my saving grace was I was. I mean, obviously, I think you've gathered. So I'll probably never do it again. Um, it's not who I am. I'm not a reality TV star. I just wanted to... I got The opportunity came around. And I wanted to see if I could do it. I always thought deep down I'd be able to. But I approached Below Deck purely as a yacht chef job, not as trying to be a TV personality or a drama, which is probably not what they wanted. But I didn't care. I was going on there to just use that as a platform, as a chef. That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people in our season, I won't mention names, we're going on there to to pause drama to get another season. You know what I mean? And I, that just wasn't me. That was my saving grace. Whereas yeah. when you look back at other chefs who've gone in with the same approach that you, like Marcus went in with the same approach as you, he just wanted to showcase what he could do. And look where he's at now. Like he's flying. Exactly, he's killing it. Like I think it's I think a few new chefs have come along and they've trying to change the image of what a chef has to be on there. Because there's been yeah. some good ones who have been quite calm. And it's, it's a breath of fresh air. But don't get me wrong, I love as much as anybody seeing the chefs kick off on the show. I love watching all that. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. It's it's great TV seeing that happen. Like, when you used to see Ben going off ever, and all that. My, my favourite ever chef in terms of drama, because she never went too far, but she was always really funny with how she, you know, went in on people, was Rachel. I mean, when yeah. she said what she said to Captain Lee, I was like, holy fucking shit. Some people, some people can just get away with saying anything because yes. they're, they're, they're funny or they're likable. You give them a pass. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, if people have got likability, if, if people are being authentic as well, you like them. Even if people yeah. like are being rude, if they're authentic, you can't help it. Like, you know what? It's quite funny, though. It's when yeah. people aren't <laughs> authentic and you just see through it. That's what's unlikable. Yeah, 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 I and agree. It's, and and it's I think so there's obvious. a fine line. I think there's a fine so line obvious. between like someone being, you know, once they cross the line and go into toxic, then you just automatically don't fucking like them. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a line, and I think on our season that line was just crossed. Like it wasn't even. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. When I see a fight going on, I'm the first person to grab some popcorn. I'm like, I'm being serious. <laughs> on, on yachts, <laughs> when I see like two girls fighting, I'm like. I'm staring the pot. I'm like, yeah, yeah. popcorn. But on our season, <laughs> on our season, it wasn't even like enjoyable. It was just like horrible. You know, it was. And people say to me, "Was it badly edited?" And I've got to be honest, it wasn't. I was there. Right. If anything, it, if anything, it was worse. Like I, I was standing yeah. there, like this cannot, this cannot be real. What's going on? I've never been in such a like toxic environment in my life. It was but at the same time. There were there were good times as well, which didn't get shown. There were a lot of funny times as well. But obviously, but you know what? Funny times that we bring... did see was brilliant, yeah. and th yeah. those funny times came from you, Lara, Max, yeah. and Lily. You know, no, you, you, there's not one interaction between me and Lara on the show, and me and Lara were so close on it. We had such a yeah. good relationship, and there's not one interaction that's even shown. You know what I mean? Which is a bit of a shame. That's yeah. strange, yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously that didn't. Obviously that obviously didn't suit the the well, edit the, the narrative. Only, 
Yeah, there's only so many relationships that you can show. So I think at the start of the season, they're like, right, they're going to show this relationship, we're going to show this one, we're going to show this one. And everything else is just kind of, if it's not going to be part of the story, they won't show it, I don't think. Which is fair there's enough. A part of, there's a part of me, and I said this uh, a few podcasts ago, I feel like Bravo went in at a certain point and re-edited some of that show because they realised how I annoyed so. I, we were. I don't know anything, but I've got a... I had a feeling. I wouldn't be surprised if they're editing every week. Like, yeah. we get told the episodes are locked in and all that. I don't believe that for a second. There's no, no way just... these guys are not reading the comments and reading the Reddit forums and like, right, let's change that. Yeah. That's yeah. my... I mean, I could be wrong, but come on. Yeah. No, I agree they, with you. If they've got the power to re-edit it, they're going to re-edit it. Like, yeah. That part where they had Kyle going out when there was people singing and they had this whole tear <laughs> coming down his cheek shit. Yeah, I was like, that yeah. shit was re-edited. They are trying to like, get us to sympathise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it, it looked... Um, I forget what the word is, but yeah. It, it, yeah. it, it, it did look like that. I mean, Fake it could have happened. It could have happened, but I don't know. I know what you mean. <laughs> Yeah, well, he, that's, was in, like, I mean, he was in some warehouse there with a green screen behind him <laughs> three months ago filming that while the rest of the he, he filmed that in his house in New York. <laughs> they were doing it over yeah. Zoom, yeah. made a little TikTok and sent it in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is that right? Just change the background so we can green screen it. Definitely, <laughs> that, that wasn't even Kyle, that was someone else's body, and he, he CGI'd Kyle's head on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with this AI shit these days. I'm yeah, yeah, that was, that was AI. That wasn't even Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> AI Kyle. Yeah, Actually, yeah. maybe it was AI Kyle that blocked us, Donna Marie. Maybe it wasn't the real Kyle at all. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, like, like when he blocked me on the season. He blocked I, us. I didn't even, I didn't even realize till I watched the episode back that he'd done it. Oh, did you know? Right, he's like, oh, well, he's blocked off my Instagram now. I'm like, I don't even think I was following him. Like, whoa. <laughs> Bloody hell, I, I'm not going to sleep now. <laughs> you know what? Why is it with this whole thing of, like, where people think people started. give a shit that I you're think I've ever following them? I've anyone since I was on MSN in school. Like, <laughs> I, follow, I followed everyone during the season and I'd stay like that. Like, the amount of times yeah. one of the crew members messaged me, like, well, he's blocked. Like, oh, are you being serious? Is is that like is that where we are in the world right now? That that's like the worst yeah, thing we can do block. is block someone on yeah. someone's busy. We come from Bebo days. You couldn't block people back yeah, then. Yeah, Bebo and Pixel. <laughs> back then, all you could do is put them in your top friends. Yeah, yeah. 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 Your top friends. That was like that was a. Kyle blocked us not because we did anything wrong on him, but because his partner, his boyfriend, was in our DMs trying to explain things to us about what was to come. And I think when he admitted that to Kyle, Kyle was like, shit, we better block him. We shouldn't have said these things. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't, he's, he's got a thing with blocking people. I don't get it, but yeah. Yeah, well, it's, we, it's we, we didn't thing. really care. It just meant we I could mean, say what we wanted and he couldn't retort, so. <laughs> if anything, he give you a hall pass to say whatever you want, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, we, and as you probably gather, Jack, we don't give a shit anyway. We just say what we you've think. Held, you've held your tongue, right? You've, you've not said anything bad. You've held your tongue. It's been uh, pretty civil on here. <laughs> yeah. You should correct. see the cut. You really should see the cutting room floor <laughs> oh, and what God. they tell me I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> 
I'd be like that to him. I'd be like, you can't put that in. You can't put that in. Yeah, we're sitting on screen and all I'm here, all I'm seeing is this with the hands going across. Oh no. I'm scared to think what's in that cutting room floor because I'm covered. Hell yeah. If it's not like, you know, overly uh, abusive, it's fucking filthy. No, it has to be left on the floor. Uh, oh my but, god. So talking about the editing when you look back at the show like with the confessionals and stuff like that was there anything that surprised you that you didn't really know about while you were on the ship was there anything that really stood out and said jesus i didn't even realize somebody thought like that or was i didn't know how much stuff was going out on deck i didn't realize the extent of a lot of the drama that was happening in the interior and the exterior i really didn't because i was so busy i didn't know all the stuff going on on the exterior with like max and lara you know the whole thing with the crew food? Yeah. I didn't know anything about that. Like that was the first time I heard anything about that. I wow. didn't even get a little I didn't even get a little comment like Max's whinging. There was nothing until it came out. I didn't know there was a whole thing about it. Because no one told me. If I would have got told I'm the type of person oh, I would have just I would have just cooked him a meal, you know what I mean? I would I would have been like, farm what you want. It wouldn't have been an That's issue. I've said, I've, I've said this before. I think the food was the issue. I think Max was having a bad day. He hadn't slept properly. And he just wanted a scapegoat to complain. The food was yeah. the scapegoat that day. But if it wasn't the food, it would have been the schedule for his work. It would have been something else. He just had one of them days. Yeah, he was yeah. just exhausted. He was hangry. He was emotional. I mean, he was all in, in, his, in his defense as well, I've got to say this, in his defense, he did not want to be there. He tried to leave many times. And he wouldn't let him leave. So if you're somewhere you don't want to be and you've actively said I want to go, no one's letting you go, then you are going to complain, aren't you? You can kind yeah, of, yeah, as of much course. as he was whinging, he didn't want to be there. He, yeah. he didn't want the money. He wasn't staying. He made them stay. So you can understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Or El Max. Because yeah. we started off, like, I, I started off, if you listen to the show, you know, I didn't like it when I first saw him. I was like, this guy's an asshole. He's just yeah, a whingy fuck. But I did, I, I say he grew on me as time went when I kind of got a bit yeah. more, you know, okay, this yeah. is just the way he is. And I kind he of accept him a bit more. He complains and he can be a baby, but he is who he is. He's authentic. He's yeah. Real. So if he's real, I like him. And he's got a good art as well. Like mm -hmm. he's, he's the type of person, he'd give his last dollar to a friend, you know what I mean? For all yeah. his flaws, for all his flaws, he's a good person. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a good friend of mine. You know what yeah. I mean? He means well. Yeah, no, that was certainly by by the end of it, I had certainly turned around on him, and I was like, oh, yeah. he he was definitely a good part of the show." And like, he is, any... he is funny. He's yeah. so funny. If you if, if you would go to the pub with him for a drink, you would be in hysterics the whole night. Like he is <laughs> he is hilarious. Like none of it's put on. It's that's who he is. I do. I liked him. I liked him from day one, and I think like that. There were times I think they made a whole comedy thing of him not wanting to be there, but you know. Behind the scenes, that was real for him. He really didn't want to be there, like so. I kind of feel there sorry. Was, for him. There was a lot more to it than you've seen on the. Like, he really. There was more times he tried to leave. He really did not want to be there. Like he really didn't. Yeah. That's not like a thing for the camera. So you can kind of see but why he, he was getting frustrated. You know, like that. He's not a reality TV star. He was there for a no. Time. He tell. I don't know if this is true, but it could be. He told me he didn't know what Below Deck was. He thought it was one of them programs you see on Tally Shopping. You know, three AM. About selling boats, <laughs> he just walked on. That's why I was like, "Why did you have your sex book?" And he's like, "Cause I didn't know it was gonna get shown." <laughs> I was like, "Me, 
I don't know if it's true or not, but it wouldn't surprise me if it is. Oh, please. Oh, I, 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 it's, it, it doesn't matter if it, if it wasn't true, Jack. It's true it's now. It's true now. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was one of them adverts at 3am, you know, with the sign language on. He thought it was one of them. Like about yachts or about boats. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. It's so funny, isn't it? Oh. Oh, I love it. I love oh. it. So what was your pit and your peak of the season, personally, you yourself? Peak of the season? Probably, it wasn't a good, probably, I'd say funniest moment was when I had the shot and Sandy went to fire me. Oh my God, that was brilliant. Oh, yeah. But that's probably the peak for me. That was probably my best episode when I'm sitting at the table thinking I'm one of the guests. Like, me and my brother watched that a few weeks ago and we were in hysterics because I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> Basically, feet on the table, and like all Toomey's like, "What's he doing? Who does he think he is?" And I'm, I'm like, "Toomey, get Toomey, pull me a chair up." <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sitting there like forty minutes having drinks, chatting with them. Like, what's this guy doing? I love like, that. Like, when Sandy went pack his shit, and I'm just like, oh, "Okay." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the peak for the season. Yeah, in fairness to Sandy, she's quite funny like that. Like, I mean, it's. Yeah, I know. Like that. I when I, everyone's like, like shit, it's over and happened. So pardon me, friends. And I was like, I don't remember it happening. She said, "Pack your shit." I was like, "Yeah, okay." I was like, I didn't even, I didn't realize, I didn't know what to say. Yeah, because like, what joking. can you say at that point? Like, I mean, you've just you've started, you've come up, and you've been up front about something that is, I suppose, a fireable offence in reality. Yeah. Like that's it. I'm going to get her on my side. Watch this, boys. I'm going to walk in. Tell her I'm sorry. She's going to say, Jack, she's going to shame me and thank you very much. And she's going to do a speech about how great Jack is. I walk in, he's like, yeah, get off the boat. I'm like, oh my God, just turn me inside out. I'm not going to lie, you could see the blood drain out of your face. I was like, oh my God. The only thing I said to myself on the show, whatever happens, I can't get fired. That's the only thing I said. I cannot get fired on the show. Whatever happens. And I'm yeah. like, I'm just being fired. And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. because as much as like we kind of tend to forget people who are fired but it's a massive thing in the show like i mean as the viewer but it's a it imagine, is a massive thing oh imagine that get imagine getting fired or being a chef oh my god yeah i mean if i was going to get fired for any reason oh that's a that's a pretty good one yeah, yeah well that's true yeah at least you enjoyed it fired as a chef. yeah i mean the thing like, is they don't they don't go around firing the chef. They can't. No, no, especially off of that. But the thing is, like, a lot of the people, a lot of the serious fans, especially across the water, were like, how dare he have a shot? But all my fans back in Liverpool were like, they loved that bit. They were laughing their heads off. They were like, yeah. that's our guy. That's what we do, yes. you know what I mean? I yeah, think there's exactly, a massive yeah. difference. Yeah, there's a massive difference between how serious things are taken across the water when it comes to shows. <laughs> Oh my god, don't get so serious. Like we're just all about having a laugh, aren't we? We're always yeah. taking the piss out of ourselves, like, you know, everything's yeah. just a joke. And a lot of the There's time the people don't realise I'm actually joking with some of the stuff I'm doing. Like, how yeah. dare he say that? Like, I don't mean it. It's a joke. It's a laugh, like. It, like yeah. as I said, I said it before, if we tell someone to fuck off or we call them a, a prick or and it's nearly a term of endearment, so you know what yeah, I mean? It's it's endearment, it? Yeah, it's endearment, isn't it? Over there, it's like I believe you just did that, like you know. Yeah. They're like the mouths go open. Like, yeah, yeah. we're like but, fuck off. Yeah. But we've seen this in other in other Bravo shows, like especially in like the Real Housewives of New York, and they had the like uh, Jessel, who's obviously from England originally, and she made a joke about people being cackling hags. Yeah, 
Like, yeah, yeah. we know that that's nothing yeah. to... Yeah. They all got... Yeah. Everybody got up in arms about it. And there was a big, massive to-do that you called us Catelyn Hags. That's disgraceful. How dare yeah. you say that about us? Like, yeah. that, it just yeah, doesn't translate the humour, unfortunately. No, that's why when, when Lily came on, we just got drawn to each other because we both had that same sense of humour. You know what I mean? They had the whole argument, didn't they, about the banter at the table. And we're just like, you're proving the point now by getting offended by this. You're yeah. literally proving episode. the point. That episode was fucking wild to me because I was like, she literally only sat her ass in the chair. Like, she literally yeah, only yeah. sat down in the chair and, like, had a laugh. And next of all, he's coming in on her. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Fair play to her. Like, she shut him proper, down, though. Yeah, yeah, but, like, that's what they call projection to a nutshell. Projection. Yeah. Saying yeah. that you're turning everyone against me. You've got to do this while you're turning her against the people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolute <laughs> projection. The only reason he's worried about people doing that is because that's what he does himself, you know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't think about like that myself. I'd never be worried about someone saying that because I don't act like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's when not, you act like that, you that's what you think. Yeah. Yeah. It's not how we per- think, like. Yeah, yeah. Your perception's your reality. You know, the way you're worried about people is what you're probably doing yourself. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think there's not a Bravo fan on the planet who doesn't agree that Kyle just had his last season. I don't think we'll ever see him again unless it's on House of Villains. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. He could be on House of Villains. The thing with Kyle, Kyle can actually be quite funny, quite charming. You know, like, he can, he has the ability to be quite funny. But obviously, he was going through a, a fucking bad phase in our season. I did not know how to deal with it. I just but think it'd be, it'd be, have that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, exactly. But like the thing is, he's got he's got that much hate online. I don't need to add anything to the fire. You know what I mean? I'd be kicking a man while he's down. Yeah. So like, yeah that's, fair, that's that's fair. I think, like in fairness, like you were pretty clear in the show about you yeah, know, yeah. like how you felt, and I don't. You know, we yeah, won't yeah. Uh, we won't push it to elaborate. Chat. That's no. all right. <laughs> do you still do you still keep in touch with Natalia because we are big Natalia fans. We do love Natalia. Not as much as you'd think. We have the old message here and uh, we called each other a few times when the season was going on. But no, honestly, since the season finished, I mean, we weren't as close as, you, as you'd think. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's made out like we're the bestest friends. It wasn't like that at all. I just didn't like me. My worst thing, I've seen it on so many yachts. I don't like when I think someone's getting teamed up on. It doesn't matter what my personal feelings are. If I think someone's getting teamed up on, I'm always going to have their back. Yeah, and people always say to me, "Well, she was causing drama. She was talking shit." Well, maybe she was, but never about me. Whenever someone said something about me, like to me or Kyle, who's the first one to be like, "Don't say that about Chef. He's the best thing about the boat and all that." So yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. she was causing drama, but not with me. She always had my back. So that you know, that's, I'm gonna have their back. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. But no, yeah, we message here and there, but nothing, nothing major. I'm sure if we were in the same time, we'd meet for a drink and that. But yeah, nothing more than yeah. that. Who are you closest to from that season? Who do you still like? Who have you made a friend for life? So, um, so me and Lily have pretty much spoke every day since the show finished. Like, we're very close. Lara, again, me and Lara speak all the time. She actually came to save me in Bali for like a month. We're oh, pretty close. Luca, he lived in Bali with me, so we would meet up occasionally. Nice. And then Mac, Max again, I speak to Max then for... I'd be lying if I said I'd spoke to anyone else. Like, I've, I've had conversations with other cast members, but purely superficial. Like, there's nobody yeah. there who we're probably going to be friends with. 
that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah, and yeah. you can't shed any light on why there was no reunion, Jack, can you? <laughs> I I honestly don't know what it is. I really don't. If any season needed a reunion, it was that one. It was you know that one. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe it, maybe because there'd be too much heat or I don't know what it is. <laughs> maybe people wouldn't turn up. Maybe yeah. they just brought I mean at the end of the day the season hasn't been that very well received, let's be honest. So maybe Bravo just don't want to associate themselves with it. I don't know if that's what the reason is. Yeah. I, yeah. Your guess is as good as mine. I've had the see the last episode I had right. And I didn't get a message. I didn't get a well done or nothing. It just ended and that was it. But all just oh. sitting here like is that it? Like we we, we all wanted a little bit of closure or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of we seen the last episode with you guys and that was it. There's nothing there's no no comments since then. Wow. There's not no wow. message like there's no reunion, no message like well done, nothing. Like it's a bit weird. Yeah. I wouldn't say Bravo are very good at like, you know like I mean, we've seen it, we've seen it over the years with all the housewife shows. I don't I don't personally believe that Bravo take care of their cast members' emotional and mental health before the show, throughout the show or after the show. And I think it is their yeah. response. No, they're, they're, at the end of the day, look, let's not kid ourselves. They're there to sell drama. You know, we're yeah. just cogs in the machine. I mean, we do, I will, I will give it to them. We do get a psychologist at hand at all times. But, I mean, no one, no one uses it. I don't know. I mean, like, before you go on the show as well, you get a psychologist and basically what you do is you, you just lie to yeah. them on the show. They're like, do you drink? <laughs> you know, do, you, do you get up to no good and all that? You just, you just lie until you get on the show, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so you're saying, yes, I do drink. Yes, I do get up to no good. Yes, I am willing like, to be naked yeah, on TV. It's like, have you, ever, have you ever had anxiety? Never. You ever Never. Been, been down? <laughs> Never. Always, like, everyone just lies. Are you saying 100%? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You're not taking about four volume on your way in. Exactly. <laughs> and then you've lads collapsing with fucking anxiety two or three weeks into the show. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the most dramatic collapse in Bravo history. Oh, God. I don't know what I would have done if I'd seen that. I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> Dad, if you were at like us, you probably would have bust your ballot laughing and go, get up off the floor, you fucking yeah. idiot. <laughs> you can even, even, even to me, like, what is going on here? Like, yeah. <laughs> what's no, happening? That was, oh, that was kind of indefensible. I think of everyone on that season, Toomey learned the biggest lesson. <laughs> I really do. She's she, she learned a lot, I think. I think we all learned a lot coming up that season. We all did. Yeah. It was, it was heavy. It was heavy. Oh my god! Would you do it again now? Would you do it again? <sighs> never say never, right? I don't think so. <laughs> I wanted to do it. I wanted to see if I could do it and how it done, but I just don't think it's me. Yeah, I agree, I Jack. Myself. I'm not I a reality agree, TV yeah. star. You know what I mean? I, I agree. I think work. I've said that a few times. I'm like, I don't think yeah, you'll yeah. ever see Jack back. I, you just, you're too sound. You're too sound. For reality, yeah. for Bravo, you know, come over to the UK and do some reality TV. Yeah, that's the thing I could in the UK. I mean, I could do other things to do cooking on the TV, but I think Below Deck's definitely done. I've done yeah. it, and the thing is, our season was so has been so badly received. I just don't. There's a bit of a sour taste in my mouth about it as well. But I can't yeah, just want yeah. to put. A, I, can't, I can't just want to put it behind me you now. And I don't blame anyone for that. I'm part of the equation, but all part of it. But I just yeah. kind of want to put it behind me, to be honest. Jesus. So what's your future plans then? What's next for Jack? 
planning to move to Portugal in the next couple of years. I want to buy a big house there, just do it up, like get a gym in there, get saunas and ice baths and all that. So yeah, I'm just this year and back on the yachts and saving money. But that's it. I don't know. I don't like thinking too far ahead because my plans always change every day. Yeah, you get thrown a curveball. You know what I mean. So that's it, really. Nice, nice. Well, listen, it's been absolutely an absolute pleasure having you on the show, Jack. We really appreciate you giving up your time and coming on to say hello. My pleasure. That was funny. I liked it. I'll have to do it next time I'm in Ireland. I'll have to hit you up. 100%. 100%. Next I'll time you're over here, hit us up and we'll, we'll go and sink a few and tell a few off air stories. <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll, we'll go fishing for the real gossip then. <laughs> yeah. We'll go fishing for the real gossip then. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Jack. I have had a blast. Like, literally, I have waited all season for this moment. So, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. That was good. Uh, all yeah. the best and I'll keep listening to the podcast in the future thank you we really appreciate it thanks so much Jack take yeah, care bye 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 mm. that was fucking deadly like that was that, really good I really enjoyed that chat I like had this like I was saying it to you and everyone said it to you while the season was on I never said it to fucking anyone but I literally manifested who I wanted on the podcast from that season. And Jack was one of them. Lily was one of them. And it's happened. I'm so happy. Like, he's sound. We've said that from fucking day one in the podcast, that he is just sound. And we're very like-minded with him, you know, that kind of way. So, I mean, he's he really is. In real life, he is sound. Yeah. And it's so obvious. He's just Jack. Like Jack on the show is Jack that we've just spoken to. There's yeah. doesn't seem to be any different. Yeah. There was no he said it himself. He just he approached it like it was just another job for him and just another yacht job, which in to my mind is probably the best way to approach something like that. Yeah. And just yes. be yourself and it's how you come across the best. And that's obvious. That's exactly what's happened. And what a story. I mean, he left home at 17 and chased his dreams. I mean. When I was 17, I'm pretty sure my mom was still making me dinners and, you know, doing me washing and shit. No way I would have left home at 17. Pal, when you were 17, you were still walking in Tesco and going for jaunts in the back of my car. <laughs> <laughs> going up the viewpoint. Uh, I probably just sit there and I'm like, like, look at my lad, like, he's 15 now, this year. And I'm like, I couldn't imagine today's children leaving home. Ah, uh, 17. I mean, our generation, we're just cut different. We were, we were cut from a different class. Yeah. Oh, just, imagine today's kids doing that. Imagine my lads leaving home at 17. I think kids today are a bit too fucking pampered to just get up and walk yeah. out at 17. Like, I mean, for fuck's sake, there's people in there. There's people at 37 still knocking around their gaff. Yeah. They're literally still getting their arses wiped, like, at 17 nowadays. Oh yeah, look, I'm buzzing. He is sound. I am so glad that he came on. I literally feel privileged that he chose to come on to our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Now, listen, at the end of the day, you know, people <clears throat> give up their time to come on and have a chat with us. They don't have to. It's, um, yeah, it's it's a real great pleasure. And we, we're very grateful to, to Jack yeah. and any guests that comes on our show. It's, um, it's a real... You know, yeah. you know, validation that's the word and yeah 
we really appreciate their time and we love we love talking to them today yeah. to the and we literally we literally do these little five minutes after they've gone because we can't uh, we can't be fangirling while we're actually doing it. No, you sort <laughs> of have to maintain to that cool. air. Yeah, we try and uh, we try and maintain our cool and an air of professionalism when they're on when, when they're on air with us. But it's not always easy, but we try it. He's sound. He's just sound. And yeah, I'm delighted. Thank you so much, Jack. You're listening. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> so we will. Uh, that's that's a wrap for this special bonus episode. Join us again tomorrow for our review of the first episode of the new season of OG Below Deck. And also keep your eyes peeled. For this day next week, because we have another very special interview coming up, Donna Marie. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just actually not going to say it because I'll give it away. So I'll just yeah. You know, let's so we have there. another interview. Um, it's going to be a good one, and we hope you enjoyed this one, and we hope you tune into that one. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, like, follow, subscribe, check us out on Twitter and TikTok, and we'll see y'all tomorrow. Take care, bye-bye. Bye.